From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn, this ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey everybody, it's Saturday, October 30th, 2021. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you celebrating today. Welcome new listeners, regular listeners. I love you. How's everybody doing? Happy Halloween for those who celebrate. Here's your San Fran fentanyl, smug Fran feces, slum Francisco, San Francisco weather report. Currently 61 degrees and cloudy. It looks like it's going to rain. I wish it would rain. So that means it'll be another Dashiell Hammett foggy San Francisco night. I do like this weather. It's overcast, grayish white. I'm so used to this weather, living here for a long time. Okay, everybody, let me get right into your show today. I continue the Tenderloinification Week. Today, I'm talking about the Tenderloin's White Savior Syndrome. Bum, bum, bum. Come on, my white people. It's all goody, goody gumdrops. My adult life, I was socialized by a white man. I like to keep bringing this up because it's important. I lived with, for decades, my late husband, who was my best friend, my mentor, my soulmate, arts co-producer. I lived with him for a heck of a long time, and I learned a lot living with a white man. I learned, wow, a master class in cultural competency. I learned that, indeed, life is not fair. I learned that, indeed... Some people do have more privileges than others, although we all have privileges. I learned so many things. That's why when people might try to play me or give me some cock and bull story about race, I'm like, no, honey. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. Uh-uh. I've seen it from the viewpoint of Richard. And I know what the game is. Now, I am here to demystify the white savior syndrome as part of the tenderloinification of San Francisco. The tenderloin is a working class district. Notice I don't say low income. I can't stand when people in San Francisco describe people as low income. It's patronizing. And that's part of the white savior syndrome. The patronization that a lot of them are just pretty, they're too obtuse to even realize what they're doing. Now, the Tenderloin is a working-class district in downtown San Francisco. It has the most children in San Francisco, immigrants, white people. It's got some swank areas. It's got some decrepit areas. It's got the Hispanic fentanyl dealing area. It's got, wow, it is, um, and it's spreading all over San Francisco. And that's what Tenderloinification is. Tenderloinification is the government-sanctioned anti-social behaviors such as tent encampments on sidewalks, yeah, such as unregulated drug dealing by annoying illegal immigrants, yeah, 
crime that comes with having a soft on crime district attorney and some whacked up laws, Proposition 47, where shoplifting is basically decriminalized. Yeah, well, that's spread throughout San Francisco. They tried to contain it, but that was impossible when San Francisco got rebuilt March 2020 and the mayor announced the flu. Yeah, that's what I call it. The flu emergency and a shelter in place inviting anybody to live on the sidewalks of San Francisco. Wow, what could go wrong? San Francisco Damn Daily Truth Bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary. There are people who consider themselves the kings and queens of diversity. They speak for the people of color. They don't live in the tenderloin. Yeah, the white savior center from social workers to writers to nonprofit employees. Now, there are some writers and there are some individual citizens that are white that are doing a good job. I want to say this right off the bat. There are some that are doing a good job in general. The white savior syndrome in San Francisco is a failure. I see it as a group of people that are professionally compassionate. Some have been at it for a while. If you've been doing something for a while and it hasn't really changed for the positive, what does that tell you? Isn't insanity doing the same thing and wanting a different result? And in short, basically, the white saviors want to center themselves above the people of color that they call themselves representing. And it's really not getting fixed. And if it got fixed, some of them would be out of a job. They'd have to find something else to highlight or quasi-protect. And they're not protecting anything. And as you can imagine, me and the white saviors aren't pally-pally. We're not palsy-walsies. I've called some of them out. You guys, come on. You know you know I would. I'm, I'm one of those natural type of women. I'm not the queen of clapbacks. I'm not a clapback black woman. Yes, I'm black sexist, womanist, bohemian, biologically born, genetic, middle-aged, libertine. I don't clap back. Clap back is sort of like when you're talking with somebody and you keep going back and forth, being sassy, being annoying. I call it out. Like I, I'll, I'll say like, hey, you're not representing me, a black woman living in the Tenderloin. Or I'll say, uh, what about having some uh, black people or people of color? They, they like to be on top of these groups. We're allergic to free-range, hyper-allergic control freaks. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. If what they were doing worked, we wouldn't be having this show right now because I started this show basically critiquing and calling out the Tenderloin. Yeah, I did in April 2020. And doing some advocation for the Tenderloin, which of course I have abdicated because I'm not a mammy nor social justice warrior. But back to the point about the white savior syndrome. They know that people are watching like, wow, San Francisco has a diverse neighborhood and the main voices are white people that don't live in it. That's how they're out of touch, folks. They're out of touch. And that system and that syndrome eventually will be crumbling as the tenderloinification spreads throughout San Francisco because there are some neighborhoods. Are, are the white saviors trying to cover Chinatown? No, they're not. You know why? Because Chinatown's not playing that. But the people in, in the Tenderloin, some of them are weak and they get rolled over, which is why I'm here. And which is, like I said, I started this platform doing some advocation, but I stopped because I'm not a mammy and I'm not a social justice warrior. So you know what I have to say right now? 
It's Saturday, 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 Saturday. Woohoo! What are you guys doing for this Halloween weekend? What? And make sure to look at the rest of this week's tenderloinification topics, and you will find one that interests you. I appreciate you listening. I love you. Guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco. Damn. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Damn Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.